with stress and anxiety. I've been diagnosed with an, uh, an anxiety and a depression. And it, I take medications on a daily basis. But the thing I discovered in that journey was also that me doing yoga and meditation during that process was an entire... It was like another thing. It was another type of medication that created some mental health. I come and go like a rah, rah, rah. They don't want the to be going on. Nah, nah, nah. I'm coming back with the money in the bag. The rule is in my lap. Yeah, I'm running for the cash. I come and go like a round, round, round. Putting in the word like I'm way behind. Still trapping on the low, low. Lurking in the mold like I'm running from the pole. Welcome to the Mindful Mindset. This is the first episode of this podcast and in this episode we'll go through with what the podcast will contain, what we will find and how we can find some value within what I speak about. So for those of you who don't know me, my name is Axel. I just graduated uh, university and when I say just, I mean a couple of hours ago from filming this. The podcast will though not be too much about what I read in university it's more about uh, mindfulness and mindset. I studied sport management, but have gotten into a field of mindfulness and mindset and how you can change your outlook on your life in a sort of self, self-help genre, but in a aware, very more conscious and aware state. So I think it's very important to address this in the beginning. Um, mindfulness is very hard to grasp. It's essentially what I would say it is, at least, is mindfulness is this sort of concept of you being aware and conscious of everything you're doing. And I don't think there is like a peak of, there is no peak of mindfulness. You can always go deeper within yourself, understanding yourself, everything you're doing, But also I want to talk about the mindset that comes with that, which is that you should always be very aware of where you're going and how your habits look, how you look at productivity, how you look at things and how how you can change your habits, but also what you can sort of just be mindful about. And I think there was a lot to uncover there. So... This first episode will just cover what I think this podcast will be about that might change in the future. And this first uh, episode will just also add to add some value to you listening to this. I will talk a little bit about my habits, my daily routines that I do and how I stay active. But what I want to address here is... It's very important for you to understand that I'm not an expert. I'm only 24 years old and I don't consider myself an expert or a coach or a mentor or a life expert in any sort of way. This is more about my journey with mindfulness, mindset and how I feel or what is my outlook on life. And I think that's very key here because I don't want to seem as though I know everything I want to sort of just give some opinions about things and talk about some things because I feel like there is some value to get from every person's perspective. That's why I also bring people on. There are multiple guests lined up 
coming on this show. So I'm very excited about that. So what I would love to do is just sort of talk about what I think mindfulness and mindset means to me, what I think the podcast will be about, and then we'll get into some core habits that you can try to implement as much as you want to, uh, I guess. But let's go. Sorry, I have water breaks, so yeah. Maybe we'll just do like automatic water breaks. That's the thing uh, that I just invented. Let's go for automatic water breaks. Whenever I say water break, grab a bottle of water and sip. That was a water break, yeah. Water break. And that means the water break is over. Cool. I would just like to um, quickly just also mention that I'm a bit goofy. I joke a lot. I'm not the most serious type of person. I don't want to be too serious when I'm on camera or when I'm on my podcast. Uh, there's the whole be jokes uh, intermittently. So be very aware of that, I guess. But let's get into it because there's a lot to uncover here first. So let's just talk about mindfulness and I think you can sort of just, most people have an understanding of mindfulness, but I don't think people have an understanding of meditation and how that works because there's so much to meditation. There's also breath work, which is an entire discovered world that I just fell into a couple of weeks ago. But like, there's so much you can uncover. There's so much you can actually do with, um, with mindfulness and meditation. You can learn so much about yourself. You can uncover some past memories that you didn't even remember about yourself. How you can have some childhood meditations and those are super, super impactful. There's like a whole genre of meditations that you can do and I highly recommend many of them. But I will break down types of meditations in different episodes of this podcast so you feel that there's something that might fit you. And there might be something that doesn't fit you as well. So in general, the meditation I mostly do is a very loving kindness at points, but also about uh, guided meditations about your sort of gratitude and sort of amplifying your own self-confidence. But I also have the moments where I completely just need a meditation on uh, dealing with stress and anxiety. For those of you who know me, uh, this won't be a surprise, but for the other people who are listening, I deal with stress and anxiety. I've been diagnosed with an, uh, an anxiety and a depression. And it, I take medications on a daily basis. But the thing I discovered in that journey was also that me doing yoga and meditation during that process was an entire, it was like another thing. It was another type of medication that created some mental health for me and that I can then hopefully help other people use to implement and strengthen their lives. So there will be some episodes probably about mental health. I'm not quite sure how to speak about those things. I'm not too sure. It can be a very big stress factor for people to speak about and that's good to just point out. And yeah, water break. If people aren't drinking water with me, I'm going to be seriously pissed off. Just kidding. Water break over. What I wanted to say, though, is that it's very 
interesting to talk about mindfulness and the different types of meditations. That's why I need to break them down into several episodes. And I think that will also, when I when it comes to mindfulness, I'll also cover yoga because yoga is so important in, well, first of all, I do yoga, but I don't share any of the yoga I do. So I do mostly hot yoga at the hot yoga studio, but the current time of recording, I'm injured, so I don't do hot yoga right now. I do yoga at home. But yoga has been such a big part of me developing a good meditation practice, so I feel like I sort of have to include it and generally it's just so healthy and it's so much like people always say this and I'm always like well what do you expect like it's body weight training but people say it's so much tougher than they thought yeah no shit (laughs) it's it is actually a lot tougher than we think and it's very very important to understand that because just like going into it like this is going to be easy will set you back Going into it saying, I'm going to learn, I'm going to develop, I'm going to learn about myself is a whole nother thing that you should definitely look at. But what I want to say here is also like, don't, don't, don't be afraid of doing yoga just because you don't have the flexibility, you don't feel like you can't even touch your toes. Like, no shit, no, neither could I. It just happened when one at one point that I could just like honestly just touch my toes just standing straight up and just like reaching for them and it's yeah that comes with yoga practice but nobody starts out as like an insanely flexible person but that's also like a thing that's more displayed and that's why I'm a bit afraid I guess of posting content about my yoga routines and my yoga practice is because the 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 community seems to share a lot of love to people who show these amazing postures that look good on picture that don't then maybe look good on um whatever like like an instagram feed or on facebook like i think i think the yoga community there has come this picture of people post or people who do yoga are super flexible just because that's the videos and that's the pictures that we show but then again I don't see the pictures and I don't see the stories about people struggling with yoga or like there's so many cool stories that I don't just hear about enough because people are afraid because of the yoga community but then again to argue against that, I think the yoga community is one of the most compassionate and loving communities that there is. So getting into yoga and starting to engage with the community will in its turn reverse everything in your life. It will like set off so much uh, love and passion or compassion towards you and towards everybody that keeps you, keeps um or stays active within the community because you get so many people who just you can talk to about so many things because we've all been there we all had the struggles we all had the hard tough times we all struggle with injuries we've all struggled with like being physically strong and there's so much we can relate to each other just by speaking and we're so fascinated by our bodies and 
there's of course there's a lot of spirituality to it but i don't think that's uh that's not necessary for you to believe in the spirituality part of yoga with the chakras or anything else like you decide what you want to believe in and you engage with the part of the yoga community that you feel comfortable with but yoga is so key so i'm going to try to get people on to speak more about yoga who have more experience about the yoga community so i've only done yoga myself for um eight months eight yeah eight months and i've i don't think like me speaking as an expert of yoga will do that for you to understand i think you need to get it from another perspective but that's my opinion about yoga i think it's for everyone 100 like it should be a common practice that people have at least weekly and I think you should like look at what you can do in your life to implement yoga and how it might actually change a lot of things. A lot of people have healed a lot of injuries through yoga. But also, I have practiced meditation for three years now, I think. Uh, we can count it as five, but it's been on and off. So I don't think it can count as more than three consistent. Uh, when I say consistent as well, it's not every day for three years. It's been at least weekly for a year or for three years. <laughs> and that's like the thing here is to understand that there comes times where I dip away from my meditation practice and that's fine. But this podcast will also then motivate me even more to start doing more meditations but I've also started to be very interested in meditation in general so I've started doing a lot of research on how to become a guided meditator and learn how to do guided meditations I found out it's super expensive that's a whole nother thing but like there's a lot here that you can uncover I think we'll speak more about it when it comes but let's get into the mindset as well because that's very important I think at least uh so I see a lot of people talk about mindset and there's a lot of like weird shit. So mindfulness, I've never seen any really negative things about mindfulness. I've seen people read the um, Eckhart uh, Tolle's book, The Power of the Now. And I've seen some people becoming so unaware of just like normal day routines and it just hurt because it's such, it's a very powerful method but if you don't know how to control it, it can also hurt you so that's the only negative thing i've seen with mindfulness is when it goes a bit too far but i don't think in general that's a big issue i think it must depend more on the person that does mindfulness training but then again to go to mindset which is the other part of the title or the name of the podcast <laughs> the brand this is um the mindset there's like a lot of different ways to look at mindset i think i include mindset when it comes to deciding to be happy deciding to be positive deciding to be feel gratitude and also when it comes to sort of being productive and that's a key thing that's i think that's almost an its own category as when i put my mindset to be more productive and create routines and habits uh, so that's another thing but then deciding to be happy deciding to be loving deciding to be 
just feeling the joy sort of I guess and what I want to say here is that I want to talk about just quickly also before we get into that there is a negative side to mindset so there's a lot of people who speak about like a wealthy mindset or this is how you get money easy or this is you need to switch your mindset you need to get rich like I don't believe in that because I don't believe again that again but (laughs) I don't believe I say this a lot but I don't believe in get rich quick schemes and I don't believe money should be a motivator for to determine your happiness and to say that uh, is one thing then you have to also live by it but I'll try (laughs) I'm not here to sort of uh, preach about whether you should value money too much or not I'm more here to just help you to get into a mindset of you following your passions and dreams. And if, if like, I don't want it to be like the motivator for your passion and dreams becoming, or your passion and dream can't be suffering from you having a very then wealthy, uh, quote, quotation mark, wealthy uh, mindset. It's more about you should create what makes you happy, your passion, that will then generate the success in the field that you want to be successful in, rather than you going after buying stocks or starting a Shopify store just to make some easy quick bucks because there's some money there, won't then determine any happiness for you because the money that you get there is not, like, money don't, like, this is such a cliche, cliche, but I don't believe money can buy you any form of happiness. It might buy you things and that's not the things you will love because that's the thing you will crush on as in crush, uh, having a crush when you're in middle school. I think that's how sort of a lot of things work. I think you should look at the things you actually love because love doesn't fade away. Crush does. You crush on something. I crush on that girl, I crush on this thing, the same principle, and then you like that, but then you stop liking it, and then you like another thing. Love doesn't go. Love, you can't love something and never love it again. Uh, because there's just that sort of... This is a very controversial opinion, I guess, I have about love, but I just don't think you can like love doesn't fade if it's love it's meant to be and it's meant to be and that goes for your passion and your dreams as well like if you love doing what you do it doesn't fade it's easy even though there might be hard times there might be struggles within the you getting to your dreams but you have the end goal in mind which makes the hard times very easy to deal with because you don't have the barrier of another thing and another thing and then not feeling like you're getting anywhere more like you know where you're going it's hard it's tough but you can take a punch or two while you get there or even like 500 punches there getting to that point of where you want to be so I think that's very important to have in mind because I don't think about mindset as the thing that will drive your wealth forward I don't think about mindset you can't have like a like a it's more about having a productive, a good mindset, a happy, positive mindset. It's not about the how to create uh, rich, rich mindsets. That's a big negative thing I feel a lot when I go go through like when I try to find people to interview for this podcast. I also struggled a lot with finding the people who actually genuinely 
want people to shift their mindset and help them in that mindset switch. But then there was a bad side, which was you shouldn't go to college. You should buy these get rich quick schemes or these courses online and you will learn how to start a Shopify store or an Amazon account and sell stuff through Amazon or Shopify. And then that would then generate money. Like those things are like a lot of things I found. And that's a very bad thing that I think we need to discuss more, which is the bad side of the mindset, because there is no rich, get rich fast way, because that's only short term and won't actually generate too much success for you. And with that said, I I think that covers what I want to say about a mindset. I think that sort of gets a wrap around what this podcast will be about. And I think there is a lot to talk about more and we're going to get into more specific themes about things. But this is like what the podcast generally will be about. Let me just check the... Oh, yeah, we, we good. So, so that's what the daily thing... Uh, the, the the podcast will be about but let's get into the daily thing uh, I'm getting ahead of myself but let's get into the daily thing of what I do on a daily basis that helps me put me self, my, me self, myself in a mindful mindset and being very aware but first water break water break over so what do I do on a daily basis I always make sure I take a cold shower in the morning, I make my bed, and I meditate. Those are three things that are very, very routine for me. I practice affirmations every now and then. I think that's a good thing. But I also practice journaling. I try to keep it on a daily. I'm not too good at that one, actually, to be honest. But uh, I... Well, breakfast, obviously, but having like a healthy, a good breakfast is very key. I think I've struggled a bit with it. I think that's like a thing I need to work more on. Is is my posture bad? I think it is. Okay. Uh, so, So that's very, very key here. And then there is... Um, there's a lot of things I like to read in the morning sometimes. It's very dependent on day, but the three first things I mentioned. So I always take cold showers and cold showers are very good for your uh, mental clarity just because of the fact that they wake you up in the morning, first of all, but it also puts you in a very stressful situation. It's forcing yourself. That's why it's always very hard to get into the cold shower. But once you're there and you remind yourself to breathe, then it becomes easy but it's it's always a struggle getting to the to the cold showers because I think the fact that I want to almost or I like I want to get out of there so badly first at first like when because I always like go in and then I stand in and I just go one two three and that point I'm always like either I bail or I go in the shower and then I always go in, but it's always like I always mentally almost become a coward and just like run away, just put on a warm shower and just do that instead. But it's always a cold shower and it's it's like surprisingly healthy. It's surprisingly healthy. So 
that's a very key thing I used to do. I like it or am very used to doing. I like it a lot. I do. I think it's very, very good. I feel a big shift in my mindset since I started taking cold charts just because it's like if you breathe, then you feel the sort of just like it becomes easy instantaneously when you start breathing. But once you don't breathe and you go like cramping up, it's just the hardest thing ever. So they recovered a thing that I do in the morning that I thought would be an entire episode. Cool. Either way, let's talk about meditation because meditations in the morning are very, there are different ways to do it. I, I do something called alternate nose breathing where you, uh, if you're watching the video, you'll see, but you essentially you put your uh, middle finger and index finger uh, between your eyebrows and then with your thumb you close your right nostril and with your ring finger is that what it called I don't know the one between your little pinky and the middle finger that one you use to close the second hold and then you breathe in through one nostril and then you close both or keep close the right one so both are closed and from there uh, you let go of the left side you breathe out and then once you breathe out for a count of six you hold it for six seconds and then you breathe in again for six seconds and then you close hold it for six seconds and then you let go for six seconds and breathe out and then you hold it for six seconds and then you go again so it's six a count of six you can do it as fast as you want but a count of six basically and then you just go back and forth with that we can talk more about that uh, and what that does to your body in another episode but that's a meditation i usually do in the morning because i like to have that as a daily practice it's a very good meditation it puts me uh, personally in a lot of stress so there are a lot of stressful moments where i feel like i'm not capable of breathing but that's also something I learned to deal with. So I get better at it, but it takes a while um, to, to get to that sort of comfort. You can also do like four or five seconds, uh, but I, m- my yoga teacher told me to do six, so I do six. That's a reason I do six. Um, then I, after that, I always make sure that I have a healthy breakfast what was the third thing I said? Make my bed. Yeah. Making your bed has scientifically been proven to help you get on with your tasks in day just because you accomplishing a small thing sends out dopamine in your brain, then that get then gets you into the mindset of completing other tasks during the day. So that's a very good thing to do. And I always make sure my bed is made when I get out of the shower. And if not, then I fix it straight away. But Either way, that's a big thing I do. Uh, A healthy breakfast is always good. I'm not too good at it. I don't always make sure I get all the right nutrients. I think that's uh, something I need to step up a bit on. I I eat like oatmeal every morning and bread with something on and that's it. Like sometimes I might have cereal with milk, um, plant-based milk, of course, not a monster. And then journaling whenever I do that it's a good thing to do just because you just log down things uh, that either you've dreamt about or just feelings that you have 
and you can just get they sort of just like vanish almost it's like they just disappear it's very interesting very fascinating reading i do sometimes just because i feel like i'm not in the right mindset to start doing deep work and this is going to be a big uh thing we're going to talk about later when it comes to productivity but deep work is something i do but when i want to be in a mindset of doing something very productively or in the right way i make sure to be in the right mindset before i start just so that i can be very aware and very conscious of me doing my deep work session so i don't feel that my i'm mentally slacking or just like going uh slow paced or doing like shallow work instead of doing actual important deep work so let's just quickly explain deep work for those of you who don't know it there's a book called deep work by cal newport who's a great author i really recommend that book but if you've not read the book uh or don't want to it's very simple there's different types of deep work and deep work essentially is just you going in for a certain period of time you just conce- you just like sit and for like uh i think the best example would be like a programmer creating a new app maybe or uh i don't know what programmers do do they f- fix bugs do they build websites i don't know um sorry for all the programmers that i know i never listen to you but i'm just kidding oh that was that was the joke uh please don't report me thank you and yeah i think i i think the best description here is uh i think when a programmer just goes down and they code for hours on end without having a break so for me i do my deep work sessions because i feel they're most effective in the morning straight after my cold shower meditation journaling and having breakfast i get into my deep work for about 2 to 3 hours It, it depends like if i have a lot on my plate i might do it just for 8 hours and just go straight in but it's very dependent on the day and i enter a sort of flow state here which we also can speak about more later but this is a flow state is sort of in the zone moments uh, to be very broad there but i guess that's like essentially what i do in the morning um I lately started to work out at the gym as well since I injured my uh, foot and I can't do yoga. So sometimes I take um I make my way to the gym instead in the morning. So I wake up at first of all, yeah, why didn't we start here? I wake up at 4am. It was insanely fun waking up at 3am because I got so much done, but I felt like 4am was more adjustable to my gym gym's opening hours, which is that it opens at 5 so at 4 4 a.m. i wake up and i take a cold shower i meditate i journal and then i just grab my bag and i go to the gym so i always make sure my gym bag is prepped the evening before then i just go to the gym work out for 1 to 2 hours and then i just go back at 7 sort of i guess and uh take another shower and so so yeah here's the difference uh, i take a cold shower in the morning uh, when i wake up to wake up my body but then i take uh just a regular shower to sort of wash my hair and getting rid of any any <laughs> sweat on my body just like cleaning more um is it called cleaning when you 
I don't know, cleaning your body? Is that a thing? Probably not, but... Um, so that's something I do in the mornings. Uh, so then I have breakfast at 7, and then at 8, I start doing my deep work. So that's... Uh, I'm very, very glad that I found my way back to the gym. I like those workouts a lot. But that's my morning routines. Now I try to do them as much as I can. So I'm very aware that in the last couple of weeks I've been slacking on it. At least the last week I've been very inconsistent with my workouts in the morning, but also with my like set morning routines. Just because I needed to recover mentally from the fact that I had a um, very intense ten-week period where we wrote our thesis for uni, and I just felt all out like. I was knocked out completely. Uh, so I had to grab a couple of extra days to sort of get back. And I feel like I'm not fully recovered yet either. So I think there will come a process of me just just taking in and being very aware of the fact that I'm still recovering mentally from from this. And that that takes always time it's not very easy because it it's not a burnout let's like it's not not confuse it but since i've dealt with a burnout before from activism i feel like there might be some 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 trauma that's might come up and that's why i'm very careful with how i deal with it and yeah i that's my routines i try to keep it as much as i can but most most of the days, like when I say like the days, uh, most of the days, I mean Monday to Sunday. It's not like Monday to Friday for me. It's Monday to Sunday because why not? And yeah, I I don't think I don't think weekends are like an exception in any way. Like I don't think in that sort of nine to five mentality. I think very much in my in my own sort of presence of me just thinking I know everything. Um, that's uh, essentially it. Those are some of the things I do uh, in the morning, my routines. I can speak more if there's interest about a specific topic here. So let me know. Um, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, please subscribe to my YouTube channel and go comment below which part of the episode you like the most. And if you're watching this on uh, Spotify or iTunes or some other platform, I'm trying to figure out which they could be. But I, essentially, if I list my podcast on Apple and Spotify, will get listed everywhere else. So what I just wanted to say here is just it's um, I'm super happy to go and do this podcast even more now. I felt that this was a good sort of explanation of what this podcast will contain. Hopefully you got some value out of this episode. The next one will be more specific. And we're going to speak about guided meditations in specific. So let's hope that goes well. And let's hope I remember me saying that. Probably not. But we'll see, I guess. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, share it with someone that you think might need to be more mindful have a better mindset or just someone who would like to hear my voice uh, for a change. This has been your boy. Just kidding. I don't do that, but it's been 
a pleasure entertaining you today, and hopefully you enjoyed this episode, even though it was a weird first episode. Cool. I will catch you on the flip flop uh, with the tip top in hand.、Uh, tip top is an ice cream in Sweden,、uh, and it's not vegan, so don't don't buy it. Only buy vegan ice cream, please. I'm vegan. Did I tell you I'm vegan yet? Cool. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode of the Mindful Mindset, and I will see you in the next one. Take care. Keep it on the way trail. Really, I just see it. I call it. Never wanna switch. I kept it solid. If I'm anything, I'm real. Really, I just see it. I call it. Never wanna switch. I kept it solid. Nigga, fuck the way you feel. Really, I just see it. I call it. Never wanna switch. I kept it solid. And it is what it is. Really, I just see it. I call it. Never wanna switch. I kept it solid. I wanted this as 18. Plotting on my daydream. Toss me on the stage until money ain't a thing.